Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, this is uh, the Wednesday, uh, the week after Thanksgiving, uh, that we're dealing with uh, uh, overcoming uh, worry, fear, and anxiety. And uh, actually, this today is December the, the, the day it'll be t- it'll be shown on uh, the air. It'll be December first. <laughs> That's amazing, uh, right? So, Twenty-four uh, days till Christmas. That's it. That's it. Uh, Christmas time. You know, Dan has a countdown on his phone Does that he? starts from yes. I mean, it and it goes year long. He can tell you to the second how long it is until Christmas, and it is such a known fact that he is. You know, he, they call him Father Christmas. You know, and even his fantasy football team is named Father Christmas. But at Bixby in their their morning leadership meeting. There are certain things that they report every day in the bottom corner of the board is a Christmas countdown year long because of Dan. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fun. Um, it is fun. Our family, um, and we've been doing this, gosh, since, since uh, we had the babies. Uh, in, uh, you know, so that's like 30, 40 years now. Um, Linda has a, what's called a Jesse tree uh, that she uh, makes and it starts December 1st. Um, okay. And it's uh, basically going through the entire Old Testament of the lineage of Christ and all the promises of Christ. That's so cool. Uh, with, with, uh, there's a tree and there's, it's a Velcro tree and uh, you put up these uh, ornaments that uh, you make mm-hmm. uh, in association with them, read the story out of the Bible uh, for kids, and then they put on the, uh, the ornament and then we have scripture verses that we teach them, uh, even as little kids, to to learn. Like uh, I love that. Uh, you know, in the city of David today is uh, mm-hmm. announced to you that you know that Christ is the Savior, and uh, they repeat those verses, and and they would then we'd sing a song uh, together. Um, so they, it's a great, wonderful thing, and I've actually I've never heard of that before. I've tried to uh, uh, for maybe next year. I've asked Linda to actually uh, see if she can get it produced. Uh, and sell it because it's it's so beautiful for a family. Uh, even Dang, even even now with our idea. with our kids that are teenagers, they still want to do Jesse Tree. Oh, uh, uh, that we get to go through every day of of uh, the lineage of Christ and the promises of Christ, and it teaches young kids the Old Testament. It's really cool. Yeah, uh, and I it's all it. it's Did all. Did you guys all come up Jesus. with that on your own? Linda had seen it. Something? She had seen it. Um, uh, at the, you know, this is in the '70s. She had seen it, and she decided to uh, make it and upgrade it. And she's been doing it ever since. She, she's made literally hundreds of these and given them away. Uh, oh, but it, okay. it, it tell, takes it tell takes her a while. That her friend Kathy yes. really wants a Jesse tree. That's it. I'll tell her, and she'll uh, she'll get you one. And it's, uh, uh, but she could probably have it produced in. Um, uh, she she should sell it. We'll we'll try to get that ready for next year because it it is so she cool. You really should. That's it's really so cool. fun. Well, we've been talking about um, this aspect of uh, you know overcoming uh, worry, fear, and anxiety. And again, we've talked about that 
Uh, yes, um, they're going to be there. <laughs> they're, uh, they're real. Uh, and um, these are things that, that God says, I understand. Uh, the reason why, because we have trouble in the world. Uh, and we've, we've gotten to the point where we're talking about seeking him, that we believe he's going to resolve it, that we learn to trust him. We learn to trust him by holding fast to him, staying with him, being in the mm-hmm. tent of meeting, processing with him. Um, and then we started to move now into specific uh, seeking. And each of these verses um, are trying to get much more specific now of, hey, I'm in distress. I've got an issue. I need an, and the word there is I need an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not I don't, I, it's not I need a, a generic, I hope you take care of this. Uh, or even even you said the covenant, so take care of the covenant. It's, well, right. I, I need an answer, a resolution for this particular problem mm-hmm. that I'm facing, which, by the way, uh, from God's perspective is, I have an answer. Uh, right. I'm going to give it to you step by step. And by the way, he said, my joy is you staying with me, living mm-hmm. out the covenant life that I'm going to give you as I resolve this question you got this issue you got right by me providing the answer uh in a a life that we get to be together uh, which is his joy so uh we've talked about uh, uh getting specific let's go to uh psalm 28 uh six through nine and again we're trying to talk specifics here and then we're going to talk about how do we jump start this uh, so go ahead and read uh, psalm 28 six to nine blessed be the lord for he has heard the voice of my pleas for mercy The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts and I am helped. My heart exults and with my song I give thanks to him. The Lord is the strength of his people. He is the saving refuge of his anointed. Oh, save your people and bless your heritage. Be their shepherd and carry them forever. Yeah. So um, he says in in my trouble, um, I am comforted. Uh, because mm-hmm. I sought, basically, because I sought God. God is providing me. I'm realizing that God is providing me answers, mm-hmm. and I'm rejoicing in that. Uh, that um, He's my shepherd. I'm the sheep. He's come to resolve my problem. I've fallen in the hole. I've I've mm-hmm. har- uh, harmed something. Uh, I need some assistance. He said, "And the Lord is my help." Mm-hmm. And the and the word there is He actually answers the issue. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't say, uh, good luck, uh, you, need to put, you need to put up with this, is that no, God came and rescued me uh, right. from my problem. Uh, because why I'm expecting, as I seek answers, seek uh, he answers, he's going to give them to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's a beautiful illustration of, uh, you know, I'm going to give you these answers, you know, trust me. Uh, oh, let's go to a real example uh, in Scripture. Uh, it's uh, Jehoshaphat, Second Chronicles 20, uh, 1 through 15. Uh, great little story of seeking God and then how God responds. So go ahead and uh, read that one. A little bit longer, but that's okay. It's, it's just a Jehoshaphat uh, in Israel. All right. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites, and with them some of the Meunites, came against Jehoshaphat for the battle. For battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea, and behold, they are in Hazazen Tamar, that is, in Gedi. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. 
And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might, so that none is able to withstand you. Did you not, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? And they have lived in it and have built for you in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, if disaster comes upon us, the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now behold, the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came from the land of Egypt, and whom they avoided and did not destroy, Behold, they reward us by coming to drive out, drive us out of our of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. O oh, our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. And the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Yeah. So... Um... <clears throat> situation is um, the nations around Israel have decided to come together mm-hmm. and attack them and say let's let's just get rid of them um, and so it would be the equivalent of uh, Lebanon which is to the north Jordan to the uh, east and then Egypt to the south saying let's let's all get together <clears throat> and attack Israel mm-hmm. uh, and because we have more people than they do uh, and again, war, remember, by then was a, a war of attrition so that if I could gather a larger army uh, mm-hmm. with brave people, likely we could defeat them because they, did, they just would be overwhelmed by us. Uh, right. And, and really it, wear them out. Wear them know? out. And, and it would, uh, remember, war was, uh, we're letting you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're coming, meet us here. Mm-hmm. And you bring your best. We're bringing our best. Uh, you know, we talked about David and Goliath. You know, where they said, right? You know, hey, let's just skip killing everybody. Uh, let's just you have one guy against a Goliath, and whoever wins wins. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, normally, it would be okay. We're going to gather, and we're going to go to battle. Line up uh, and go to battle. And if you don't, then we're going to come into your city mm-hmm. and 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 kill everybody. Basically, uh, and think about the. The mentality of this uh it was let's just have our warriors fight mm-hmm. it out you don't need to have your wives and kids and people that that aren't warriors get killed right um we'll just decide who's going to win by killing whoever right the, the warriors but if we beat them then we'll go into the city and we'll capture them mm-hmm. um and take them you know to us or, or have them live there under our, our power but we won't kill them uh, mm-hmm. And so it was generally understood, well, that's probably better than letting them just run into the city and kill us. So they generally, right. would go, we, you'd go out to war. So Joseph had, they're coming against you. 
and they're way, way, way bigger than you. Right. There's and, so many more. And yeah. we're going to meet in En Gedi. And En Gedi is south of Jerusalem. Uh, lots of things happen in En Gedi. This is where David met Goliath. Uh, oh, is it? Okay. Uh, this is where um, uh, David hid in the caves. Uh, he actually was south and also uh, north. Uh, but he was he was around everywhere, particularly there, uh, and it's where the Dead Sea is. Mm -hmm. uh, so, which by the way is uh, uh, just basic salt water uh, because it doesn't have any flow in or out of it. And mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know if you, have you ever been there at all? I have not. No, Dan um, has. Yeah. Though. So you go to the Dead Sea and you go in. You can go in, and uh, you float, and it's so because it's so salty. Literally, you can't you can't go underneath the surface. It's it's you just lay on, on top of it. It's almost like being on solid solid ground. You know, it's really that's interesting. So cool. uh, but anyway, that's where it is. So um, Jehoshaphat's response, by the way, says he was what he was afraid. Mm -hmm. Okay, is that a natural response? Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, of course. As far as we can tell. This circumstance is such we're going we're gonna to lose. In mm -hmm. the natural, we're going to lose. And the problem, see, that we have, generally speaking, particularly ones that cause us uh, you know, uh, worry, fear, and anxiety, is these are bigger than me, and I don't think I could resolve this on my own. Mm -hmm. Probably it's going to not be great, including right. I, I could be my business. I could lose my business. I could lose my finances. Maybe I lose my relationships. Maybe my wife and I aren't getting along too well and we're headed toward separation. Uh, uh, or I have family issues that I can't resolve. Uh, there's something bigger than me and I can't, I can't get there. And so I'm naturally mm -hmm. afraid. And so he said, that's okay. Uh, I understand that. Uh, he says, um, I'm going to go do what? Seek God. Mm-hmm. Now he could have, see again, this is this point where we talk about this fork in the road. He could have said, well, let's just give it our best and maybe we'll win and maybe not, uh, mm -hmm. but uh, we'll, we'll stay in fear and, and maybe we'll get defeated or let's go seek God. Mm -hmm. He said, well, let's go seek God. <laughs> uh, so let's gather together. He said, let's gather together. And he, and he goes through uh, what we've been talking about is... He starts out by basically reiterating uh, Deuteronomy, the covenant. Mm -hmm. God, you said that right. you're going to protect us no matter what. It didn't say mm -hmm. if, if the army was smaller than us. It's you're going to protect us in every situation. And you've said that. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're coming to you. The reason we're coming to you is that we believe that what you've said about the covenant is right. true. So they, they make a statement and he reiterates the verses, exact verses out of Deuteronomy. Right. And I love even in doing that, I feel like it's such a great example. I think I shared um, just a couple of days ago um, how God in my prayer closet had had me just turn around. He's like, I, I need you to fix your eyes on me. Yeah. And in doing that, I want you to declare who I am right. and had me take time doing that. And this is essentially what he is doing. He has set his face. I'm going to seek God. I, and, and this is where it starts. I start by declaring who you are. And that's a, that's a beautiful place to remind ourselves how to trust and who we're trusting in. Yes. Um, and uh, he didn't stop there. Uh, right. Because, again, people could stop there and say, well, I'll just trust God. He says covenant. Yeah. So, great. Deliver the yeah. covenant. Uh, no. He says, um, I'm standing here because of the covenant. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I'm letting you know I don't ha- I don't have a clue what to do. Right. I don't know what to do about this particular problem that I have, and I'm looking to you to give an answer to this mm-hmm. problem, this specific and expecting problem. Expecting that you will, because this is who you are. Yeah, uh, and so let's gather together, and let's all seek God together, mm-hmm. and we're going to listen to what He has to say about uh, this specific problem that we've got right, right now, because we don't know how to handle this. And mm-hmm. and that's the approach that God wants us to take is don't even try to figure it out right. on your own. Let me bring solution to you. Because why, mm-hmm. first of all, I can, because right. I'm sovereign. Uh, I can overcome anything because I'm, I'm superior to everything because I created everything out of speaking it. Uh, I know more than you. Mm-hmm. I know how to make this work. I'll guide you into it. Um, let come to me, even if you think you know. Right. Well, I think maybe I, I know how to. Res- <laughs> no, no. Why don't you just take the approach that Joseph did? You know what? I really don't know. Which is all humility. It's, it's all a humility. Beautiful picture of humility. Yes. Um, I'll just come to you. Um, so they do. Um, and then God speaks, and and what does He say? He said, "The battle isn't isn't yours. It's what." It's mine. It's mine. Uh, being God. Yeah. Um, this battle. Now he's talking about this particular battle. Mm-hmm. This battle isn't yours, it's mine. I'm going to uh, resolve this. Um, you can trust me in this. Um, mm-hmm. And then, by the way, after having heard it, God then tells them, uh, as we re- if we read on with these verses, it said, now tomorrow, arm up. Mm-hmm. Go down to this particular pass, and they're going to be there. And mm-hmm. you go there, and you go as if you're going to go to battle. Um, but I'm telling you that I'm going to cause them to uh, kill each other. And mm. you, get, you get to observe it. But you have to go there tomorrow. Mm. Uh, your, right. ins- your instruction of obedience is you go and get ready for battle. But I'll, I'll, I'll hand- you'll watch what I'm about. And I'm going to cause confusion with them, and they're going to kill mm-hmm. each other. Okay, so God says, I have the answer. The battle isn't yours, it's mine. I'm going to do this when? Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You go down. The specific instructions to obey. You go to this specific place mm-hmm. and bring everybody with you. And you tell them to trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joseph says, this is really cool. He says, um, we're trusting God's covenant. He goes through a litany of things. He says, mm-hmm. uh, I'm believing the covenant of what the prophets have said to me uh, through mm-hmm. the Bible. And we now trust that God is going to perform what he just specifically answered to this problem for us. Mm-hmm. So it's a both and. Right. I believe in, in the promise of the, of the covenant. And we can trust that. And now we can trust that the application of that, the answer... For this mm-hmm. problem that I have today is going to be this, and we and we're here to demonstrate that we followed his instruction and believe it. Right. Now again, and what, then yeah. get to bear witness to him fulling it, fulfilling it supernaturally. Yeah, yeah, uh, supernaturally. And um, the cool thing is, again, what he could have done when God said, "The battle's not yours; it's mine." Mm-hmm. See, we could. That's when a lot of people stop. Okay, great, great, uh, fantastic. Uh, go take care of him. We're going back to Jerusalem. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, let us know when you do. 
And God said, no. In order for you to experience my solution, mm-hmm. you have to follow my instruction mm-hmm. and go to this place um, and demonstrate that you are following what I'm telling you to do to experience what I'm now going to do. And by the way, had he said, no, I'm going back to Jerusalem, they would have never gotten the victory. So it's, mm-hmm. it's potential, not guaranteed. How, why? Well, because well, I, got, I, got, I got to keep going into the solution as he instructs me to, uh, to follow him, to be in the right place at the right time with the right people so that he can fulfill what he says. Uh, and, that, and that's what they did. Uh, so they, uh, they go there. The armies start killing each other. Uh, and they literally, every single person, uh, which is, you know, you think of even the last people that got killed, killed each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody got killed. Uh, the enemy, right. they, they did nothing. They just stood there. Uh, <laughs> and witnessed and, wit- and witnessed it. And then God said, now go down and take all the stuff that they brought. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? This is, this is interesting. Um, they brought everything with them. And, I, and I'm talking about uh, uh, gold, silver, jewelry, uh, uh, utensils arms, right. all the stuff that they brought. Now think about why did they bring it with them? Why well, did they, they had planned on, they had planned on coming in and overtaking and then they were so sure, you know, there's no yeah. way, there's no way they can beat us. Right. So we're not even going to win and then go back and get the stuff. We're we'll bringing bring it with we'll us. Bring us yeah. with us Cause we're going to just go into Jerusalem and take over. And what's so cool too, as you, as you see that you think about God's instruction for them to come, had that not been the instruction, they would not have been there to know, to get the spoils. That's it. That's right. And, and the provision that God had the end that they needed to come and step into that part as well to step into his full plan. Yeah. So you can see how the, you know, it, they're going to get overrun. We got a big problem. Uh, they went and sought God. God said, here's the answer. Here's my instruction. And not only did you get the resolution of the problem, I gave you booty and bounty that Mm -hmm. you would have never gotten any other way. So actually, it turned out to be a tremendous blessing for you of -hmm. an opposition and a a problem that came to you. And I answered that specific thing. And we we just saw the reason of it. Uh, Okay, so what, what I encourage people to do uh, is, uh, and I, I actually uh, encourage this with both abiding uh, as you go into the word every day, as well as these issues you got, but it's literally to pray this prayer in Psalm 143, eight to 12. Uh, so this is the prayer of seeking God. And this is what we, and I would urge you to, to uh, memorize it and practice it, uh, that you, you go through what this says here as a prayer to God in, in, in seeking the answer. So go, go to Psalm 143, 8 to 12. Sure. Let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love, for in you I trust. Make me know the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Deliver me from my enemies, O Lord. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. For your name's sake, O Lord, preserve my life. In your righteousness, bring my soul out of trouble. And in your steadfast love, you will cut off my enemies and you will destroy all the adversaries of my soul for I am your servant. Yeah. So um, uh, Linda and I pray this, uh, you know, as Father, teach us to hear your voice this morning. 
mm-hmm. uh, today uh, cause us to know the way that we're supposed to walk, mm-hmm. deliver us from the enemy because we got opposition, we got things coming against us, teach me to do your will for your spirit is mm-hmm. good and leads me on level ground. And it, it basically means I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make these difficult places easy for you to walk. Uh, I'll, right. I'll resolve it. Um, and then he says, bring my soul out of trouble that I'm in uh, mm-hmm. and restore me to fullness. Uh, so you get in the habit, and we've been praying this for years and years and years, and we still do, is to set ourselves in a position to seek God's answers. Mm-hmm. Because we're saying, well, we're going to come to you. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pray that you, God, cause me to hear and follow and understand what it is you're giving me as a resolution. And I'm going to cling to you. So I we say the word hold fast. Right. And I'm going to cling to you while you cause me to understand the answer that you're giving me. Right. Um, and you pray it. Uh, and so it's, it's a beautiful thing. Now, um, as you do that, uh, you get in the habit of doing that. Um, sometimes, and usually when we're in the, in the beginning of this, uh, or when there's uh, something uh, really uh, necessary to bring your, your group together, uh, it's to, uh, to be released from the heavy burden of it and mm-hmm. to what I call jumpstart it. Uh, it's to go through a sacred assembly. This is something that um, mostly in the New Testament we don't think about this much because uh, it was an Old Testament process of sacred assembly. But let me, let me bring it out here and let us discover what that looks like for us in our, uh, what I call is, you know, with you and your spouse, mm-hmm. uh, it could be you and your friend, you know, like Ann and Reagan that you're going to hear right. uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, teenagers who are friends with each other, helping each other. Uh, Even within a small group, Small right? group, your inner circle. Mm-hmm. Um, to jumpstart it, it's to bring them into the process mm-hmm. uh, so that you're not facing it alone. And you go and you go through what, what God says here. So let's go first of all to uh, Joel 1, uh, 13 to 20. Uh, Joel 1, 13 to 20. Uh, and again, Joel is addressing the nation that has been basically uh, ruined and destroyed mm-hmm. uh, with uh, falling away from God. Um, okay. So he's, he's speaking to this. Uh, well, here's how, here's how I want to bring it back. God speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel 1, 13 to 20. Put on sackcloth and lament, O priest. Wail, O ministers of the altar. Go in, pass the night in sackcloth, O ministers of my God. Because grain offering and drink offering are withheld from the house of your God, consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the elders and all the inhabitants of the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. Alas for the day, for the day of the Lord is near and as destruction of, from the Almighty it comes is not the food cut off before our eyes, joy and gladness from the house of our God. The seed shrivels under the clods. The storehouses are desolate. The granaries are torn down because the grain is dried up. How the beast groan. The herds of cattle are perplexed because there's no pasture for them. Even the flocks of sheep suffer. To you, O Lord, I call. The fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness and the flame has burned all the trees of the field. Even the beasts of the field pant for you because the water brooks are dried up. The fire has devoured the pastures of the wilderness. Okay. Um, and we're going to continue this a little bit. But the situation, 
uh, pretty well describes what uh, we're in trouble. Yeah. Um, everything about what's going on isn't working at all. Nothing. Mm -hmm. He describes it all. Nothing right. is, is working. Um, and we're in trouble. Um, and again, as you're looking at things that bring uh, worry, fear, and anxiety, it's that trouble mm -hmm. is just bigger than you can handle. Um, right. And it's not working. Um, I'm not getting a resolution and I'm, I'm, in experience, I'm experiencing the impact of this trouble and I don't right. like it. I don't and like he it. describes an all-encompassing trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, this, in this case, he said, it's, it's pervasive and everything mm -hmm. about my life, nothing is working. Um, and mm -hmm. of course, a lot of times, yeah, maybe some things are, some, th some, th some things aren't, depends on how deep it is. But usually what happens is it tends to compound itself. And that's right. why fear and anxiety get stronger is because, well, nothing seems to be working. Um, mm -hmm. and, and actually, there's interesting enough, it flips that we expect nothing to work. It's like, well, I kind of right. thought so. Um, he says, well, the way to change this is for, there's two things. Uh, one, he says, go to sackcloth in, in mourning. Mm -hmm. Okay, now what, what is sackcloth in mourning? What does that mean? What is he referring to here? Um, I think that that is coming into that fasting posture for one thing, but it is also allowing our hearts to grieve over the things that God's heart grieves over. Yeah. And it's, it's a uh, sackcloth and, uh, and mourning is repentance mm -hmm. uh, is um, I'm not approaching this correctly. Mm -hmm. um, again, we talk about this fork in the road that what I've been doing is I'm trying to fix this myself. I'm right. trying to fix this myself and nothing is working he says, well, yeah, so what you need to do is repent, go to sackcloth in mourning and say, you know what, Father, I'm sorry mm -hmm. that I tried to do this myself and didn't seek you. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to repent from that. And again, repentance is just turn around right? and just say, okay, instead of going this way by yourself, yeah, you know what, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to start walking with you. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I make that choice. I'm going to choose to walk with you because it isn't working out very well. Uh, so I think I will. Um, and then when he said, when you do, he says, call a sacred assembly. Um, bring those around you that will join you and, and think of the simplicity of this. Mm -hmm. uh, a sacred assembly is really just simply to together seek God. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's sacred because all of, and, and this is cool why, why it's sacred. It's sacred because everybody has said what? I'm willing to do what? To seek God. To seek God. I'm yeah. willing to follow God's will instead of my own. And we're all gathering in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And we're sacred because we are now followers of him in his kingdom. And right. by definition, the kingdom of God in Romans 14, 17 is righteousness, sacredness, mm -hmm. peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So I'm sacred. Mm. I'm sacred because we all decided to, to go to the kingdom and seek God. And we're going to follow. Right. Seeking his will, not our will. We're, we're going to stop figuring this out. And, and, and I'm going to bring people around me with me that are going to join me mm -hmm. in seeking God because I'm really in distress. And to jumpstart this, uh, what I encourage you is don't face this alone, mm -hmm. but rather hold the sacred assembly. Um, and it right. can be, it literally can be an hour of, you know what, um, 
I'd like to share with you what I'm in distress about. Mm -hmm. um, I've been trying to figure this out myself. I can describe it just like he did. Mm -hmm. it's, not, it's not pretty. Um, and I would like you to join me in seeking God. Right. Um, and would you come? And by you just sharing that and saying, let's seek God together. See, you, you, you're going to have your burden, interesting enough, your burden is going to be immediately lifted because you realize mm -hmm. that God has an answer and that I'm going to have people with me to, to confirm that answer. Mm -hmm. uh, what a joy that is. Uh, okay, let's go further with this. Go to Joel 2. That's, before we even go back to go that, ahead. I just want to yeah. say, I think that is something that um, takes a level of, well, obviously a level of transparency and authenticity, but also humility. Yeah. Um, and I think in today's world, we can very quickly get to where we don't want to let people into those places where they really know what is hard, what we're struggling with. Some of those things are things we don't want people to know that we're dealing with. And until it's brought out into the light and we come together, sometimes there's not a place to step into freedom. We've, we've got to come along somebody else and step into sacred assembly for this. Yes. Yes. Uh, this person I referred to yesterday that uh, has this uh, health issue, uh, he started out, uh, he said, I'm hesitant to share this, mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't gonna. Right. But God really prompted me to call a sacred assembly and share with you what what I'm dealing with, and then right. I, I, and actually God said, gather them around you to go seek my answer. Mm -hmm. um, and He took that risk, and and He said even at the end of our conversation, He said, just by me sharing this, I've got a release already. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I got it out there. You guys received it. You guys processed it. And we said, we'll walk with you. We're going to walk with you and seek God's right. answer. And we're going to help you do this. Um, that brings such power mm -hmm. to the process because you're not struggling with, yeah, but what if and what, what about? And I doubt it and I'm struggling with it. Um, and see, our perspective is we're going to gather around him is, yeah, we know. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going to stand with you. And keep and keep saying, well, do we know? Do we know God's answer yet? No. Nope. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to stay in sacred assembly until we do. Uh, yeah. And so bring it together. So that you're exactly right. Is that if we take that risk, mm -hmm. it will tremendously change everything about it. That's why if we want to jumpstart this, uh, right. it's actually to share this openly with those around us. Um, okay. Now we're going to go further with this. Go to uh, Joel 2, uh, 12 through 17. Talks about this further. Okay. says, yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Who knows whether, who knows whether he will turn and he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, consecrate the con congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, even the nursing infants, let the bridegroom leave his room and let the bride her chamber between the vestibule and the altar. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord weep and say, spare your people, O Lord, and make not your heritage a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? Yeah. So he says, um, 
So uh, as you do this, get everybody together, mm -hmm. uh, call a sacred assembly, and the sacred assembly uh, is, uh, as he said, well, first of all, do you have a heart of, of repentance? Then mm -hmm. gather people around you and join you with reinforcing your repentance as well as now let's go seek God together. Mm -hmm. um, and he said it's a heart thing, not a, for, a formality. So it's not a form. Right. Yeah, yeah, just get together, share your grief, and uh, isn't that good? No. It's do you have a heart to hear what I have to say? Right. Um, and that's what I'm, I'm asking you to rend your hearts with is I'm really, because I haven't been, I'm mm -hmm. really, and we together really want to seek your answer. And we mm -hmm. expect we expect your answer, and so it's, right. it's gathering a a group around you uh, that would include uh, ideally your spouse, uh, if you, if you're married, friends, uh, if you have good friends around you, a small group that mm -hmm. you're involved with, and you might even teach them uh, because they may not fully understand this. Is that you know this is how we're going to approach this? Would you join me in it? And see, most of them would say, you know, I'd kind of like to learn this. Mm -hmm. Okay, now this is interesting. <laughs> uh, why, when you invite others to it that let's say don't know much about it, mm -hmm. why do they want to know about this? Because they have needs that ah. they're going to want to invite you into as well. Because they, they got trouble. Too. Because they got trouble <laughs> yeah. that they have. They want to see how it works. They haven't shared. <laughs> they're struggling. Right. Mm -hmm. They haven't shared this. But they're struggling. Right. And when you come out and say, you know what, I'd like to share my struggle, but I'd, I don't want to just um, uh, focus on the problem, which, by the way, a lot of small groups get into. It's actually a badge right. of honor of how miserable are you. Right. Um, and then we and all feel fact, sorry for you. Yeah, I was going to say, in fact, to me, that is one of the meanings when it says rend your hearts and not your garments. Um, I can picture that in small groups that I've been in before. Um, you know, the rending your heart is a true repentance you're you're coming back to really wanting to seek him the rending your garments is i'm going to put on this cloak and i'm going to share with everybody my trouble and oh woe is me and then i'm really not willing to do the heart work right, here right. and to go seek god i just want to tell everybody my woes right. and and dominate the conversation for a little bit right. it's two very different things coming together saying we want to seek god together on this and just airing our grievances to the whole group. Yeah, and the um, and so if you invite that, you might be the stimulus of it, and others will say, uh, I'd, I'd actually like, to, I might not know a lot about this, but I'd like to learn this, because mm -hmm. guess what, I got problems too. Right. And I'd like to see how this works, because I'm looking for answers too. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, he tells us then specifically uh, how to approach it. So go to Isaiah 58, uh, verses six through 14. Uh, now, oh, he's getting, now, he's getting in, now he's getting <laughs> into the specifics of, well, this is how you uh, conduct a, a sacred assembly. Go ahead. Is this not the fast that I choose to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover him and not to hide yourself from your own flesh? Then your light shall break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your mist, the pointing of the finger and the speaking wickedness, if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, 
Then your light, then shall your light rise in the darkness and your gloom be as the noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt and you shall raise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. If you turn back your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on my holy day and call the Sabbath a delight and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it, not going your own ways or seeking your own pleasure or talking idly, then you shall take delight in the Lord and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth. I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Yeah. Okay, that passage you could spend like an entire year yeah. simply ruminating on. It yeah. is so full of beautiful truth and yeah, promise. It really is. And it's something to really receive. And he said, well, isn't this the fast that I've chosen? Mm -hmm. um, and the uh, fasting, you know, again, we tend to uh, attribute that just to food. Mm -hmm. Is well, I'm going to take a break from food and how long can I do a fast? Uh, no, it's... Uh, think of it simpler than that. And fasting is just uh, stopping your routine mm -hmm. and coming together specifically about seeking God and an answer that you need from God, mm -hmm. which is why you need to call the fast of instead of us just going through life like we have been, mm -hmm. we're going to stop. And we're right. going to specifically gather around the question of uh, I need an answer. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to concentrate in what I call focus on this particular thing. Um, and he said, do that together in your sacred assembly so that um, it could be that you even uh, purposely say, okay, we're not going to gather like we normally do even for a meal. We're just going to gather for this, or we're going to mm -hmm. stop watching TV here, or we're going right. uh, to do something else. Uh, or uh, We're going to come together instead of doing something else. And it's just a time. Uh, mm -hmm. And it can be, you know, an hour, two hours, even three hours, uh, could be all day if, if you have a heart to do it. But it's, it's we're going to put together personal time to focus mm -hmm. and stop doing what I normally do. And, we'll, and right. we'll, we'll talk about the Sabbath piece of it in a second. And, and we're going to follow him. And he said, if you do, mm -hmm. he said, I am going to break the yoke. Mm -hmm. I'm going to release the burden that you're facing, um, and I'm going to give you freedom because I'll provide the answer, uh, mm -hmm. and you can expect that answer. So you're gathering. This is why you want to jumpstart this, is we'll gather these people around you mm -hmm. and say, we're going to seek God's answer. I got a problem. You're going to share that problem. Um, would you help me uh, receive God's answer for this together? And then we'll get we'll get freedom, and I'll get resolution to my to my issue. And I'm calling a fast a time to do that. Mm -hmm. And he says, so you call it, and I'll I'll deliver it. Now he says right. this. By the way, there's a couple things you need to do. Mm -hmm. He says one, and this is really interesting. He says, don't spend any time on the yoke. Mm. Um, don't focus on the yoke. We know, we know, and you got to share that I have a yoke, mm -hmm. I have a problem, this is it. And you describe it. He said, that's fine. Don't keep talking about the yoke. 
Mm-hmm. Don't keep focusing about the problem. Um, what do you want? I mean, what do you want? We want the solution. You want God's a solution. solution. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, we know what the issue is. How about if mm-hmm. we focus? You got to focus on letting me give you the answer. And you don't keep mm-hmm. rehearsing, you know, woe is me, woe is me. My gosh, look at this. How awful is this? He mm-hmm. said, I, you've described it. I get it. Don't keep focusing on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, he says, don't point the finger. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, now think about it. When you point the finger, what, what do you do? What does that mean? I point the finger. What does that mean? You're laying blame and... Yeah, you're fo- mostly you're laying you're blame. Focus, you're focusing, you're on- focusing on this happened because. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because of those people are interesting enough. Right. And a lot of times it's because of me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I can see that I caused this myself. I, I made a stupid, right. some, some stupid decisions here. And yeah, I can see this as my part or this, this company is against me or these people are against me or they're just not understanding me and it's their fault. Mm-hmm. He says, stop pointing the finger because we don't care about that. Mm-hmm. What do you care about? Uh, the answer. Right. He said, so does it matter? How about if I just give you the answer? Uh, mm-hmm. Does it matter who caused it? Uh, doesn't matter. Why? Because I have an answer based upon what's going to happen next. And what I'm going to do, that's what I need you to, to uh, focus on. And then he mm-hmm. said, have a heart. Uh, he ends this and he says, interesting enough, this is, this is really uh, interesting in this process, have a heart to be generous. Mm. Uh, he said, so if you have a heart to be generous, and this is really cool why this works this way. If you have a heart to be generous, why could you be generous? Really out of an overflow of what God's done in your heart. That's the only way. Yeah, because it's going to be blessing Mm-hmm. To give you the opportunity to give away when I'm going to show you mm-hmm. and your heart. And that's why when you call a sacred assembly and people uh, have a heart to join you, it's more than just resolving your problem. It's, hey, by the way, teach them mm-hmm. how to do this as well. And you'll give it away because your heart is now generous. Right. Why? Well, because I expect the blessing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ex- be excited to see how I can give this away as opposed to, and in this, you think about this, everybody that's heavy hearted, burdened and struggling in fear, worry and anxiety, they're really stuck. They don't hardly think about anything else. They don't think about other mm-hmm. people. I can't really think about other people until I right. get this resolved. God said, the reason that I'm asking you to think of generosity is I'm going to, I'm going to bless you. Right. Um, it'll be so. So stop, stop focusing on the problem. Stop worrying about who caused it and have a generous heart. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring you the answer and gather until you get the answer. And so the fasting, right. it doesn't mean you, you, you go without food for the next 20 days. Although it's, it can. It can be. He can lead you to do that. Could yeah. be that. Uh, but it's stay with the process of mm-hmm. gathering your people together and, and separating from what you normally do and come together, and now the focus is on uh, what's your answer? Mm-hmm. What do you have to say about this? Give us instruction. What's the next next step? And we'll, we'll talk about, about how to do this, uh, and particularly as it relates to uh, Sabbath, which we'll get into uh, next Monday. Because uh, yeah. he, he ends this section. It's really interesting. You know, when you look at Scripture and you, and you look at, huh, 
He's talking about this fast. He's talking about gathering a sacred assembly. And then he ends the thing with Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Huh. I wonder what that's about. See, that's what abiding, yeah. abiding looks like. Is Right. Huh, I wonder what that's about. Um, well, we're going to find out. Uh, yeah. That he adds this interesting element to the process of the Sabbath and taking Sabbath. And what does that mean? And how do we, and, it, and it's really tremendous power that mm-hmm. comes from us understanding the, the essence of it of, and why he puts it together with, you got a problem mm-hmm. and you're seeking an answer. And guess what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add to it the thought of Sabbath in the middle of that. That's interesting. So we'll, we'll talk about yeah. that next week. So real quick, I just want to back up if you don't mind um, before we sign off for today. Um, I've spent so much time in this passage yeah. and I know I, I'll spend lots more time yeah. in it. But one of the things that God recently um, spoke to me on this passage when it talks back, you know, the first five verses of the passage talk about how they traditionally fasted. And then he basically, you know, turns that on its head and says, you know, that's what you're doing on the surface here, but this is what I've really called you to do. And you know what it is. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, is this not the fast that I choose to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke. And he had me really press in on what are some of the yokes that that you're being oppressed by mm-hmm. um, and that the world itself is being oppressed by. And, and one of the things that he can call us to do when we're coming in the sacred assembly and entering a time of fast to seek him is really to remove distractions right. from what the world, you know, the world has these bonds of wickedness on us. There are things that we don't even recognize um, that are infiltrating our minds and our hearts and our perceptions of what's going on that he wants to lose. He wants to free us from what culture believes, free us from the, the things that are infiltrating and keeping us from seeing his will and his heart, which is the generosity and, right. and that he will bring resolution. There are so many things he desires to set us free from. And that's, that's what that fasting is all about is truly shedding all of these things that are keeping us from seeing and hearing his heart and coming to seek him with a pure heart. Yeah. And there's some beauty in that invitation. And sometimes he does give specific instructions and what that looks like. And other times it's just coming together and truly being intentional to shut out what are those things around us that are distracting and, and keeping us in a yoke, Yes. you know, keeping us burdened. Yeah. And the, you know, and you said it, the, the reason uh, to uh, come together and, and shut out the normal stuff of the world is why? Well, you're seeking God's answer. Right. And so you're increasing your sensitivity. Yes. To uh, you're saying, I purposely, intentionally expect it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to listen and, and stay with it until I hear it. And because I'm not distracted, I now have the ability to hear it. Right. And by the way, I'm doing that with a group. A sacred assembly, and that's why to kickstart this uh, mm-hmm. would be to uh, bring others into your process mm-hmm. uh, and use the body of Christ. And by the way, that again, it's it's a heart that I would like to learn how to hear God speak to this, mm-hmm. and I'm willing to. And instead of me giving you my advice mm-hmm. uh, or keep rehearsing the problems that you're facing. We're going to go look to God. We're going, we understand it. We're not going to deny right. it, but we're going to go to God to say, okay, what do you have to say about this? And we'll, and we'll talk more about this next week as we get into the process. But we've just been led to, well, seek him. Mm-hmm. And if you want to jumpstart this is call a sacred assembly 
and bring people into the process with you and then start this, what we call this fasting period to purposely say, I need a resolution to this problem mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to stay with it until I do. And I'm going to give it attention, basically. I'm not going to get lazy right. about this. I'm going to give it attention. So we'll pick this up again next time and uh, encourage you to uh, uh, begin uh, at least to, again, write down the issues you got. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ones that you uh, would like to share, bring some people together and start this sacred assembly. And we'll, mm-hmm. we'll tell you more about how to process this. But it's such a beautiful uh, thing for us to do together. And we'll, uh, we'll learn how that looks together. And if you've got questions, you know, send it to us at, uh, on the YouTube or questions at uh, afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. Um, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, answering some of those and love to. So uh, absolutely. And I would even encourage everyone listening. Um, you know, you've got between it's Wednesday. Now we're not talking about this again till Monday, spend some time abiding on Isaiah 58, six to 14 yeah. um, in preparation, because I know you're going to continue the discussion talking about the Sabbath and everything too, but there's so much beautiful instruction there that God has for us. And so I would just encourage everyone to really spend some time ruminating on that passage. Yep, yep. And tomorrow, by the way, we have a, a guest, uh, Lyndon Preston Pitts from uh, yes. Carson City, Nevada, and they, sh- they share this amazing supernatural story of seeking, you God's, don't want to miss of seeking it. <laughs> God's will, uh, of how God broke through and led them to um, his will and their whole process with that. And it's just is a beautiful description of really how it, how it works. Um, yes. So we urge you to uh, tune in for that. And then the next Absolutely. day. Absolutely. I know that one's going to be one of my all-time favorites Friday too. Friday will so. be uh, End Times Friday that we're continuing our series on that. So uh, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. And then uh, we'll continue this discussion next Monday. Sounds great. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Yep. See you later. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.